Dave Lewison, Executive in Residence with the Management and International Business Department of Loyola University, Maryland. And it's my privilege to join you in this interview with Jimmy Reed. Uh, we started this uh, series as a way of introducing our students to business leaders in the community that had not only advice about what's going on today, but direction that our students might be able to leverage uh, going into the future. So Jimmy, thank you for joining us today and giving us your valuable time. Would you mind uh, taking a moment, uh, introducing yourself, telling us where you work and uh, what's involved with your role? Okay, well, um, I'm, I'm honored and privileged to be here and uh, I am Jimmy Ree. Um, originally, I'm from South Korea. That's where I was born and raised. I came here as a teenager and uh, uh, having the privilege of living in this great country as a uh, immigrant, working for a governor uh, is something that doesn't really happen in other countries, okay, simply put. So uh, that's number one indication of how great this country is. Currently, I work for a gentleman named Larry Hogan, okay, uh, governor of Maryland. Um, one of his cabinet members, uh, he's economic sub-cabinet as well. And uh, the area that I'm mostly focused on is uh, small minority and woman businesses. Uh, in Maryland, we have approximately 600,000 entities registered as small businesses. Uh, and uh, as you well know, because of the uh, pandemic, uh, there's a tremendous stress in that space. Uh, so it's been busy 12 months. Uh, but that's what I do, working with the uh, small entities, uh, working with um, procurement space, government contracting that is, and any projects in the state where large companies have a project where they are required to utilize small companies, whether it's a medical cannabis, offshore wind, or building a, a casino or a highway construction, I get involved. That's what I do. My goodness. So uh, you've certainly got a lot there that we can talk about, you know, uh, but, uh, and, and, and a lot of it is really important work. You know, what we were talking about in terms of the pandemic and the impact it's had on small businesses is really uh, just almost traumatic, uh, you know, how, how, how extensive it is. But, but why don't we start? I think a lot of our students don't necessarily appreciate uh, some of the opportunities that uh, are available in the public sector. And I think you've, you know, you've, uh, from my knowledge of your background, you've actually got a, a deep experience in that, that realm. Uh, so, you know, what, uh, you know, why should a student consider the, I'll call it the public sector, whether it's state or federal or local government uh, as a career opportunity? And, you know, are there certain opportunities they could really take advantage of there? Well, that's a great question. Um, and I think that there are two parts to the question. One is the why, and the second part is what opportunities if I could sort of address the why part first, um, let's consider the government job may not be as sexy as Wall Street job, okay? Sure. Uh, that's a typical uh, perception out there. And besides the benefits, like better vacation, sick leave, and things like that, uh, there are many reasons why uh, young people should consider working for uh, public institutions, okay? Um, simply put, government is where, uh, people are working hard to create a safe and uh, happy environment for all involved, all citizens, right? So it's an important work. And, and also when you separate what is public and what is private, I think it's very important because people have a myopic perception of that government is not as efficient as private sector, right? But not everything that's profitable, okay? Such as reality TV or fashion or gambling, 
is of social value, right? And not everything that's of social value, like military, police, or whatever, fire or fighters, is profitable, right? So we have to have that healthy balance, okay? So one is not, it's almost like asking how come football running backs cannot hit home runs, okay? It's, that's a bad question, okay? So it's, it's as simple as that, right? So, uh, so one should compare government to private as an upward to upward uh, comparison. That's, that's my point. Um, now, government does some things that are absolutely essential in our society. So by working in the government, you can make a difference. That's the number one thing, okay? You can make a difference, right? Uh, now, consider things that are happening in the private sector, whether it's capitalism or, you know, whatever it is, right? Uh, government sets rules for that, right? So you are in the center of action. You are part of the group that establishes the rules of the game. And uh, now, now I, I teach at Salinger Business School. So if I could talk about, say, capitalism, because these are things that most students understand, right? <laughs> that we yeah. take for granted. But consider this, okay? If you are a participant in, in our economy, right? You would experience some of these things, like property rights, okay? What can be owned, right? Well, we set rules, government that is, okay? Can you own nuclear bomb? Can you own slaves? No, okay? Well, can you own something that doesn't, that you cannot see, like intellectual property on human genomes? Well, possibly, okay? Yes, right? So we set the rules. What about monopoly? Like to what degree of market power is permissible, okay? Should Facebook be allowed to take your information and sell, okay? Uh, those are kind of things that we talk about. What about things like, Contracts, what can be bought and sold, right? Can you sell sex? <laughs> can you sell babies? Can you sell boats? Okay, unsafe foods and drugs. So you know government plays an essential role there as well, right? And in, even in the area of bankruptcy, okay, what happens when you cannot pay? Government plays a role, okay? I mean, right now there are two things that a public cannot discharge by declaring bankruptcy, and that is mortgage, and student debt, okay? Right. Now, whoever runs the government included the last one here, right? So I'm hoping the young people at some point run the government and get rid of them, get rid of them, right? So yeah, you can make a difference. So yeah, those, those are kind of things we do. But the last thing I think is the enforcement part, which is also a very important part, how to make sure that no one cheats in our society, okay? So that, that, that's why you wanna be a part of the group that sets and enforces these rules. And that's what working for government is all about. Now, the second part where you talked about the, uh, the what part, okay? What opportunities are there, right? Well, there are so many options is, uh, where should I start? That I think is the question here, okay? Obviously you can run for an office, okay? <laughs> and be, I can't uh, run for office. Yeah. <laughs> Our students might be able to run yeah. for office. <laughs> or you could be like me and be appointed by someone who won the election, but you know, uh, well, you can work for either one of them, right? That's a good way to access opportunities. I tell a lot of students, you know, the best way for you to get your marketing access to some of the important companies that you need to deal with, support a local candidate, they, you know, whether they win or not, doesn't really matter. You meet people there, right? Government politics being the center of our societal actions, everybody aggregate and congregate towards it. And I think students ought to understand that and support any kind of campaigns and be close to that group there because that's the best way for networking, all right? And you know, as far as what opportunities, I think, what's your passion, right? You, I mean, you know, do you have a passion? Do you have a heart for poor people? Well, maybe you can work 
you know, government and administer a welfare system, okay, or deliver healthcare to rural area, okay, poor people, a remote. Uh, what, if you have a passion for like city planning because you don't see enough trash cans out there, maybe you should work for tra you know, transportation and make sure there are trash cans in every other block or whatever it is that you want to do, right? Or put more bus stops. And uh, so, you know, even if you have a passion for small business, you can, you can work in government and be involved in the economic development work, set trade missions to help small business to trade and export their products, or you can help small business to get contracts from government, okay? So they can prosper their business, uh, prosper and grow their business. Hey, also, if you are interested in environment or energy, well, you can work in the you know, Department of Energy or Department of Environment and get involved with the offshore wind, get involved with the uh, Chesapeake Bay cleaning or disaster relief, okay? Emergency situations, safety. There's so many areas that you can get into uh, that, I mean, opportunities abound in the government space, simply put. That's how I would respond. Well, boy, I'm sorry I'm so far along in my career. I would actually uh, take you up on your advice right now and, uh, <laughs> and go into it myself. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting when I think when our students tend to think about how they can make a difference, right? You know, they look at uh, they look at maybe community service as one area to do it, and then they look at well, what I might be able to do in the private sector, and maybe they look at government from a bureaucratic standpoint. But I think you you bring a really important point here, which is that the government uh, really can facilitate a lot of the things that they want to do to make a difference, right? I mean, the, a lot of these community programs actually kind of benefit from either government legislation, government funding, and, and we're, we're likely to see even more of that with the current administration, right? I mean, is that a fair assessment? I, I think it's a very, uh, that's, a, that's a good assessment. And I think when you have, I, I think the first question is, uh, whom government is for, right? That's a very important part, right? And uh, it's, you know, funny thing is when governments have policies that promote local small businesses, somehow that community healthcare improves, crime goes down, people are happier and so on, okay? And more jobs, right? And also I think there's an area where a lot of people don't think about what government does. Uh, if you look at Apple, Apple's iPad or iPhone, okay? It's a beautiful thing when uh, Steve Jobs uh, designed, uh, but then all the technologies that Apple iPhone incorporated, it's not Apple's research that produced those results, right? They came from governments or taxpayer funded researches, right? Internet came because we pay for it, right? Uh, and what about the, uh, the GPS, right? I mean, it was when YouTube planes used to spy on Soviet Union, okay? We needed to develop a, a, a picture, a photo, right? While it's flying and you couldn't put the film in the water. So digitization of films became that technology, right? Touch screen, I mean, so many things. All those things are taxpayer funded researches that Steve Jobs, being smart man that he is, integrated all those things nicely into this little package called iPhones, okay? So government does a lot of things like that, but not just in IT side, but government is more importantly is on the uh, healthcare side. The government has a program called Orphans, Orphans Drug, Drug Act, right? So if you are a company that focuses on researches that are like uh, rare diseases, uh, rare diseases mean pe people, uh, fewer than 200,000 people suffer from it, right? So big pharma companies, they don't want to touch that because their market is too small, right? But if you are focused on those areas, 
government will protect your IP. They will give you money. They will market your product. They will patent your product so that you can come up with a product. And if you look at that, because of the Orphans Drug Act, you have companies like uh, Genentech, Zenzyme, Amgen, Biogen, they are all recipients of their program. So yes, government does a lot of things where private sector don't want to touch because private sector being private sector, the money is very impatient. It's very risk averse. So certain things that take long time, but it's public, but it's good for the public, government gets involved and funds that. So government does play a very important role from that perspective. Jimmy, yeah. this, this has been, as all, as all my conversations with you are wonderful and enjoyable and uh, uh, a, a lot of learning coming my direction and I know toward our students on this. So I wanna thank you very much for making the time to do this with us. And uh, you know, thank you again for all your contributions to the board and, and for all that you're doing for the state of Maryland. I really thank appreciate you, it. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Fine, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, good. Bye-bye.